everybody, and welcome to It's Not Friendship Island. My name is Brendan. I'm Sarah. And today we're talking about Love Island UK Season 10 Episodes 49, 50, and 51, also known as Week 8 Part 1. Finale week! Finale week, yes! Part 1, and it's Family Day, Talent Show, and Grafties! The first annual! Grafties! But before we get into it, Uh please follow us on Instagram at NotFriendshipIslandPod. You can DM us there. All uh, your thoughts. All your thoughts, please. Give us all of them. Um, and leave us a review and a rating wherever you listen. And including um, YouTube. If you're into YouTube, you can watch it there. Yeah, subscribe to us there. Hit yeah. that like button. Hit that. Hey. <laughs> Isn't that what people say? What's up, gamers? <laughs> Welcome to It's Not Friendship Island. Why don't you go ahead and hit that like button. Drop a comment. <laughs> Like and subscribe. Um, like and subscribe. <laughs> uh, okay, cool. Uh, do we have anything else to say or should we just jump into it? We should do like a quick disclaimer of just like, if it gets a little weird through this episode, we are so ridiculously sick of the Mitch and Abby and Scott thing. Yeah. Like it's. I was scre- <laughs> I was screaming at the television screen, but listen. That was my wall. I was screaming at the projector <laughs> screen the wall <laughs> <laughs> let, let me let me make it sound fancy you got you got some stick on wallpaper wallpaper mm-hmm. is it projector specific no hey i would never be able to tell thank you listen i was very grumpy but listen <laughs> that's a coke zero you hear that that's a coke zero that's gonna give brenny some life <laughs> it, won't <give> us <laughs> it won't give us enough life <coughs> to uh be able to grin and bear all of the scott abby mitch drama but some i some think it'll it. help yeah so we can get into it also if you aren't listening or watching the u.s episode mm. of the u.s season pretty fucking good actually yeah spoiler alert we're actually kind of having a lot of fun with it yeah i was honestly shocked maybe it's because i was in a very bad mood the first (laughs) time we watched it and it was honestly a bad episode but i'm falling in love with the islanders yeah um and i'm falling in love with the lack of sarah highland in these past couple episodes (laughs) we're having our automatics is on tonight and our first vote which we as americans can take part in this is my brother Thank you. Hey, man, brother. <laughs> land of the free and the land of the free, dude. <laughs> totally. I'm going to vote for the first time in front of God <laughs> and country. <laughs> Fucking hell, dude. What the fuck? <laughs> um, also, KK is so hot. So mm-hmm. watch it so you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, if for no other reason, watch it for KK because she is literally so hot. Um, you deserve to see her, dear listeners. Yes. All right, now are we ready? We are so ready. Cool. Let's jump into <laughs> okay. it. Okay, episode 49. This opens the morning after Jess and Sammy made themselves boyfriend and girlfriend official. And, and- we all totally believe them, <laughs> and I believe him, and that's it. You're definitely, like, on the the train. Well, maybe it's not a train. You're on. <laughs> You're very certain that it's fake. I don't know if I, I don't know that I've thought enough about if it's fake or not. But you're like, it's definitely fake because of this, this, and this. Yeah. Yeah. Sammy, uh, say, I don't believe Sammy for a goddamn. 
Facebook people love Jess and Sammy. Well, Facebook people are Facebook people, and that's all we need to say about them. Yeah. Facebook people overthrew a democratic government in <laughs> Myanmar, so I don't want to hear about it. Oh, no. <laughs> Anyways, in the debriefs, uh, Ella says that it's so obvious that Jess and Sammy are obsessed with each other. So check inmate Brendan. Oh, voice... oh no, not Ella disagreeing with me. <laughs> and on the boys' side, Lockin says that Sammy and Jess have set the bar for everyone else. So what happens after check and mate? Just mate. Right? No, just check. <laughs> There's not The game ends after checkmate. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I should have done just check and then mate. Yeah, that's what you should have done. <laughs> Pretend that's how We'll I run it back. <laughs> <laughs> and then... I'm sorry. I'm going to get annoyed already. <laughs> Scott tells his boys that Abby is uncertain of how he feels and she wants more affection. And he is already at this point doing more than is natural for him, he says. And, you know, she still wants more. And we'll get into it. But I think we are both at least of the understanding and we are agreeing on the fact that, like, this relationship is not compatible. Right. And for many reasons. It's for like so many reasons. And this is just one of them. And I don't think, in my opinion, I don't think they need to continue to like dissect and warp themselves to try to fit the other. Right. Because it just seems like this early on and like the forcing of it is the biggest reason that all of the Islanders feel the need to pipe in all the time about it mm. yeah yeah uh, yes <laughs> and then family day starts yay <laughs> do you mean that any if, if it means we don't have to talk about scott and abby for a little bit mm, then yes yeah. it'll take a minute we have zach and molly's family first at least um and it's zach's sister and mom and molly's mom and dad I think at first I thought they said it was her sister, but I'm pretty sure that was her mom. And they're the first to arrive. They sneak up to the balcony to surprise them. And somebody, I don't know which one, screams, hey, broski, because of course they do. Right. And uh, I also noticed and I thought it was worth saying that families can hug again. Oh, right. Because last season they could not. The past like three families have been like allowed to come, I think, for the past three but they haven't been able to hug. They had to sit like six feet apart. Mm-hmm. Even still last season, it's just been awkward. So this season, they could hug again. It was Yay. lovely to see. Uh, Zach's sister is tall, much was like she? him. Yeah, she was only a couple inches shorter than him. Oh, wow. She was a tall lady. I didn't even notice, honestly. On uh, So how the structure of Family Day kind of works is we see... Um, we see both Islanders with their family and then they all come together to chat. So Mm -hmm. Zach and his family, Zach's mom asks him, how many people do you need to snog? Which he doesn't answer. Uh, but they say that they're proud of him. Like all of the families always do, which is an interesting, it's interesting, right? I mean, I'm sure they're just like saying like, you've been true to yourself Mm -hmm. and we appreciate that. At least that's what I assume. Um, and his family say that they like Molly and they think that she's cute. On Molly's side, her dad says that she looks happy, but there were a few days there that were hard to watch and that were kind of iffy, like 
you know, very specifically, obviously, with the Snogberry Pie incident that just happened. So then the families go to join together and Molly's dad asks first to step aside for a quick private chat with Zach. Right. <laughs> Which Mitch, who is watching, he's so annoying. He's like watching them and like a bunch of the Islanders are and they notice Molly's dad taking Zach aside and Mitch is like, David does not mess. Like, you don't know this family, Mitch. He 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 wishes he does. Yeah. He wants to be David's son-in-law so badly. I know we weren't there yet, but I was honestly surprised by his family dynamic at first, but then it made Mitch? sense to me. Yeah. Yeah. But we'll get to it. Yeah, we will. <laughs> and then, uh, so Molly's dad says to Zach that the game obviously really upset Molly Zach says that he handled the challenge wrong and he apologizes, which is like 10 times better than what he did the right. day that it happened. Again, as we know, he's very good at apologizing to everyone but Molly. <laughs> but um, his, her mom was on his side the whole time. Was she? What'd she say? She was saying like, he just thought marrying you would be a better gesture. Right. Yeah. She was trying to like throw him a bone, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh but Molly's dad says that the whole situation kind of puts some doubts in his mind. And he's like, you know, if you acted this way here in the villa in this situation, like, how would you act on the outside? But you can have any girl you want when you leave. Um, okay, Mr. Molly, do you think so? Did you call him Mr. Molly? Yeah. You think her name is Molly Molly? <laughs> no, I know. I know he's Mr. Marsh, okay? I like to call her Molly Molly, <laughs> but it's spelled different the right. second time. <laughs> I.E.? No, there's like an A-U-G-H-L-Y. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, but when Zach and Molly's dad end this chat, they do uh, him and Molly's secret handshake, which is crazy. Well, his dad was trying to do his secret handshake. Zach did not know what was happening. Oh, really? <laughs> Yeah, I thought they kind of did it together. <laughs> and then in the full family chat, when they go back to all sit together, um, Molly's dad says that he can tell Molly loves him, which was like something that Molly was like, did not seem. Everyone's <laughs> like, Ooh, you shouldn't have said that. <laughs> it's kind of shades of tie, to be honest with you, though. Uh, but both families are like, you guys are such a beautiful couple. Um, yeah, in in like the way that one of them is. <laughs> <laughs> and then that's kind of the end of their chat. Yeah, and we say goodbye to their family. Weird thing, though. Is it weird for an adult woman to get a piggyback ride from their dad? Mm, no, I mean, she's like 22. So, no, I don't think so. I had this conversation with my boss the other day. Were you guys talking about this episode? We weren't talking about this at all. But what we were talking about, <laughs> but it is... came up anyways. No, no, this this topic, not necessarily this specific thing. Mm-hmm. Where I was like, I I think it's because her and I both had like really not good relationships with our dads, right? So when we see like a healthy family unit, we don't mm-hmm. know if that's too much or if it's healthy, or you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I can't imagine doing that with my dad, but. I don't think I'm I don't think it's weird. It doesn't look weird to me. Okay. We were we were we were talking about someone else. Oh. 
But it was like a piggyback ride or something. No, it's just like how they have a healthy relationship with their parents. I mean, can't relate, but good for them. Right? Yeah. But but, but my fucked up brain was like, (laughs) no, that's weird. That's weird. (laughs) Um, Next, we see um, Ella B's mom and her friend. And Mitch's mom and dad come in. So... First, we see Mitch's family, and they go up to the terrace, and Mitch's dad says that at first, he thought Ella was very full of herself, kind of cocky, but now they said that they feel like they can see who she really is. Um, And of course, they must talk about Abby, Um, and they say that they certainly think Abby is still on him, and that she played him before with the situation with Scott. Of course. Did you want to say something about Mitch's family? Yeah, I feel I I felt like he would have had a different relationship with his mom, but still way? like a domineering dad, which he kind of has. <clears throat> what but did you think the relationship was going to be with his mom? I thought his mom was going to be like very submissive to the father in <laughs> in a way that like I feel like he would give him tough love, but he was never like when you get tough love, you either turn into, like, a tough person who has, like, hard time expressing their emotions or you <laughs> become a baby. And I was expecting him to be, like, would always run to mom to cry and, like, that sort of – and she would always, gotcha. like, coddle him. Yeah. But it turns out he just has two domineering parents a little bit. <laughs> and uh, on Ella B's family side, Ella's friend that sh- – Ella's friend says that she has been bombshelling. But the whole family is watching. Everyone's very invested. And they say that they are so proud of her. They say that they like Mitch and seeing them like kind of be together and be comfortable and seeing them laugh is nice. And it kind of like convinces them a little bit that, you know, it's like a real thing. Yeah. I, guess. I think the producers pulled the parents aside and said, you can't say anything negative. Families have come in in the past and said negative things. I'm sure they have in the past. I'm saying this episode. Why would they do that, though? They're, like, so drama-hungry this season. I know, I mean, they gave us the grafties. I, I think they're, like... Trying to do a balance? It, they're pacing it out right now, yeah. Maybe. Um, also, did you take note of Ella's mom's teeth? I did not. Oh, okay. Um, oh, I did mentally, but I didn't write it down. Because <laughs> I thought it'd be bullying an old lady. <laughs> Is that what I'm doing? It's too she, soon to tell, right? She reminds me of um, John Cleese <laughs> in that one movie where he had fake teeth. <laughs> she looks like she is like, she looks like my mom when, with her dentures, <laughs> <laughs> which is like, it is yeah. what it is. But Yeah, because she has a very slim face and, her- and a very slim frame, but the teeth do not match the face in proportion. Yeah, okay. If you're like a drag race fan, her teeth kind of remind me of Trinity K. Bonet's teeth when she comes back for All Stars when she wears this like insane fucking flipper. And uh they're just like they're kinda out there. I could not take note of it. I don't know what you expect of me. <laughs> we're not we're only human, all right. <laughs> and then uh both families come together to chat. Um and Mitch's family say again that they weren't sure at first, but that they really liked them together. And their full family chat is very short. And then they show the family going to meet the rest of the Islanders. 
And of course, Mitch right away is like, oh my God, you have to meet Zach. You have to meet Zachariah. My, He's my other dad. My best friend. <laughs> He's my other dad. And we see Mitch's mom give Abby a hug. And she says that she hopes everything is okay. And it was a little awkward. Um, I thought Abby was going to cry for a second. Yeah, it was weird. I mean, I think, and God, I hate how much we're going to have to talk about this. But, like, we must, unfortunately. It is our job. Yeah, it is. Um, I I know, like, the... You know, everyone's impression in the villa is that she is still interested in Mitch. And when I was watching this interaction, I was like, is that what this is? Or is she just so hungry for somebody to feel bad or to validate how she's feeling that she's getting emotional just by Mitch's mom asking if she's okay? Right. What are your thoughts, dare I ask? Um... I don't think she still has feelings for Mitch. I don't think she does either. I think she has a hard time with rejection. And I think she has a hard time um, with not being important to someone. Yeah. And I think him moving on so quickly and Mm -hmm. like not even like moving on is like not even the right term because like he just was like he's just in a relationship with lb now but i think like that's also like she wants him to feel bad the way she feels bad and i know that you hate abby like i know yeah but like she's getting it really hard from all the people in there and i get it like she's not no one's saying it to her everyone's validating her feelings no they're not who is it I will have to get to it. Because her feelings are, Scott doesn't like me. And everyone is validating that. Well, I mean, at this point, a lot of it has been, like, everyone telling her. And, you know. That's what I'm saying. Whitney, in particular, telling her, like, you still care about Mitch. You still like Mitch. You're doing this because you're bitter. You know what I mean? And, like, I just think. Yeah, I don't know. I know. I know. You don't like Abby. It's And, I'm listen, I'm not and trying we'll to. get con- to it later. I'm not trying to convince you otherwise because I. I'm so sick of seeing her. I just, I also feel bad for her. I think that, like, whether it's her fault or not, she's not having a good time in there, and I feel like she just needs to leave. Yeah. I do, to be fair, though, I do think it is her fault. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's Mitch's fault, too. I'm I, Mitch is a piece of shit, and he treated her poorly. Yeah. But she cannot just let sleeping dogs lie. Neither can he. They keep jerking off dead horses. They belong together. They do. I don't care what the fuck they say. These two belong together. They deserve each other. (laughs) That too. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So the next family is Whitney and Locken. And it's Whitney's mom and sister and Locken's mom and dad. And he is so sweet to his mom. He is definitely a mama's boy, right? Well, I was looking at his Instagram page earlier (laughs) while we were watching the episode too. And it's just like him at the gym with his mom there and like uh at his uh graduation and his mom was like wearing his graduation cap and being all goofy it's very cute (laughs) so whitney's family first the family asks if her and ella have made up and she says yes 
and they ask how she's feeling about Locken, and she explains he's a really good guy, and she really likes him, and all these positive things. The family says that they like him as well, because, of course, how could you not like Locken? Yeah, if you don't like Locken, that's a red flag. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. They kind of bring up the whole, like, closed-off thing, and they're surprised when they say that they're not closed off yet. I'm surprised, because I'm like, why the fuck would that matter at this point in the final week? If you're not, you are. You know what I mean? Just by <laughs> technicality. What are you going to do? Graft Abby? <laughs> God forbid. <laughs> uh, but she says she can't go all in yet if she doesn't think that he's all in yet. So, And on Locken's side, his mom says a lot of positive things about Whitney. She says that she's sweet. She's funny. They're a good match. He also brings up that they're not closed off, but he says he wants to do it the right way and on his own time and all of that. Um, and I wrote, it seems clear he's a mama's boy. <laughs> and then the family's joined together to chat. Locken's mom brings up Whitney being more vulnerable and, like, her being comfortable, like, doing so. And Whitney says that Locken is the same as her, but opposite. Hmm. Which is, you know, I mean, that's not the same, but I think I get what you mean. <laughs> Which is... The opposite of the same was the opposite. Oh, shit. Now we're stuck. Oh, shit. My eyes went crossed. Uh, Whitney's sister takes Locken to chat privately. She asks what the the next steps are for them. And he says he wants to close it off. And he says he never wants Whitney to not be herself. Mm -hmm. Which is sweet because I don't think she could ever not be herself. So it's good that he feels that way. Yeah. And they go back to chat with the rest of the family. He tells Whitney's mom that he is very serious about her daughter. And it was really sweet. And they say their goodbyes to the family. And it was a pretty sweet family day for them. Yeah. I liked it. And then we see like a weird quick scene where I think it was like Scott chatting to someone. And like now it's being brought up that Abby and Scott are done. He's like, I'm going to dead it. Yeah, it like came out of nowhere. And it came up also right before Abby and Scott's parents come in. Mm-hmm. So uh, they're put a, next. Put it in, I guess. Uh, put a bit in it, I guess. Whatever. Uh, so it's Scott's mom and sister and Abby's mom and dad. And on Scott's side, they tell Scott they're proud of him, that he's been himself. And Scott's sister says that it seemed like at first him and Abby were friends with benefits. Not like the kind but of like the type of benefits where you don't touch each other. Yeah. The kind of benefits where like it makes you stay in the villa. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe friends of convenience is a better word. But they say that it has seemed a bit more real the last few days as compared to the friends of convenience. Uh, and he says that there is something that is not quite there. And that she feels so much further along than him. Yeah. This is she's... something he says a lot. Yeah. I don't want to talk about it. I know. But can we, we just... Can we just... We'll talk about it all at the end. Because at the end, it's the most relevant. But it happens throughout. Right. But what I'm saying is, can we not do the asides until the end? We'll try. I'll try. Can we just touch on it and then move on? But sometimes I'll forget my points. Okay. I'm sorry. It's okay. I'll try to make it quick. That's okay. I'll I'll be active and engaged in a conversation, I pinky promise. <laughs> uh, 
Um, they say that it seems like a friendship that might blossom into something more because they feel like there is chemistry. They're like, just stick it out. People are voting for you like crazy. You I can know. win some money. What are they doing? Like, do they? That's what I'm saying. Abby has no chill. Not well. Scott's like, fucking chill, dude. We're <laughs> almost out. Yeah, it's. Uh, I it's... promise, I like you. Just <laughs> fucking chill. On Abby's family side, they both say that they felt like things with Mitch were very genuine at the start and that she was very respectful of him when she got to know Scott. And her mom says that, you know, Mitch doesn't care for you. There's no reason to be friends with him, like all of that. And I agree. There's no reason. There's no reason for them to even interact. Yeah. I wish the producers would make them stop. Make them stop interacting. They're probably forcing them to. (laughs) In some of these, I'm sure that they are. They say that they like Scott and she says that she's having some issues with it and that he's not affectionate. And like, he's not affectionate. You require affection. He doesn't work that way. Just, you know. It's kaput. It should be. But the family's joined together. They say that they look like a beautiful couple. Um, Abby's family says that they appreciate Scott for being there for her, which I do think is nice because she doesn't have a lot of people in her corner at this point. So I do think it's nice that Scott for what, and I don't care what the reason is. I don't care if it's because he wants to win. I'm glad that someone is there for her because it would be hard for me in particular to watch her be completely isolated with nobody liking her or wanting to talk to her. That would be too difficult. I feel like people are talking to her, though. Well, not, no, yeah, you're right. Not not talking to her, but they don't fuck with her, I feel. I don't know. I feel like every time she talks to the girls, they're like, you deserve better. Yeah, that. That's, that's it. fucking with her, though. Yeah, but they're only talking to her about her. And I know all that's she all she talks about. I know. I know. Like, what? <laughs> I know. <laughs> this is all her. This isn't the other people. This is her. I don't know. If she just, just walks saying- around metaphorically with clown paint on her face and then eventually <laughs> actually with clown paint on her face. Like, what are you supposed to do? Not talk about the clown paint? Yeah. Um, Scott's family says that Scott can't do fake and that he is a slow burn, but he can't pretend to like someone when he doesn't. And um, they all say goodbye, but they also do say that, you know, maybe you need a slow burn. <laughs> Maybe yeah, that even, would be good for you. Even his par- her parents are like, you're a fucking... You're a lot. You're a lot, mostly. <laughs> so maybe this is fine. Um, and then Jess and Sammy's family come in. We get Jess's mom and stepdad and Sammy's mom and dad. And I didn't write too many notes about this one. Sammy's family, both of his parents say that Jess is lovely. And they say it's been clear that she has always been his number one. Brendan. You don't feel that way. (laughs) And they say that Jess seems like she has a kind heart and is a lovely person. Jess's family tells her, or well, Jess tells her family first about them being boyfriend and girlfriend now. Jess's mom says that Sammy seems like a nice guy. But when Jess asks about how she says, what do the girls feel? How do the girls feel about everything? She's like, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I haven't talked. I haven't talked to them. Yeah, they're not so sure. Uh, which clearly gets to her. Well, good. Okay. Because I'm her girlfriends. <laughs> you think? I am Legion, and Legion is. <laughs> what? 
People will get it. It's... <laughs> I'll be... People do usually get what you say. Eventually, we'll get a message that they're like, yeah, good good one, Brendan. See? Yeah, no, I'm... I just said that. <laughs> Sometimes people say they get it. Yeah, they do. The family's joined together. Sammy says that the whole way through Casa, it made him realize how much he missed Jess. He says that him and Ty have gone through a very similar journey in terms of like kind of coming in immature boys, but now they're a man. They're both one man. (laughs) (laughs) We are Legion. (laughs) They are Ty's mind, for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They share one brain cell. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And it's in their ball. (laughs) Their communal ball. Their communal ball. They have three balls between the two of them, and one of them is shared. <laughs> Which one? The middle one. Mm, makes sense. <laughs> and then they say goodbye, and we have our final uh, family day visit, and it is for Ella and Tyreek. So it's Ella's mom and sister, and Ty's mom and brother. Ty's family says that the whole family is very proud of him, and they can't believe that he is now in love. Oh, my goodness. Uh, his brother is like little Ty. Yeah. Yeah. He definitely, the family resemblance is there. Mm-hmm. And Ella's mom's accent is buck wild. Is it? Yeah. It's way more intense than hers. Yeah. Maybe so. Ty says that the feelings he has towards Ella are crazy. And his family say that they are a match made in heaven and that, and that they are a power couple. It's also funny because his mom threw a little jab in there mm-hmm. and was like uh it's funny to see you care about someone more than you care about yourself for the first time <laughs> and he's like i know right <laughs> i was like i think she's trying to make fun of you there ty's mom says that it was hard to watch casa but they could tell as soon as ella came back that she knew she made a mistake mm-hmm. on ella's family side they say that she has handled every situation so well and Ella's mom says that they're perfect for each other and it's meant to be. And she says she sees them married with Bambinos. Ah, uh, Bambinos. <laughs> yeah, it was, weird to, it was weird to hear Bambinos with that accent, right? Yeah. <laughs> I've never heard that saying, but context clues. I understood it, but I've never heard babies <laughs> being called Bambinos. Oh, really? Yeah. What is that in a different language, Bambinos? I think it's, I don't know. I think it's just like slang. Um, it's Italian. I figured. It means little child or baby. Mm. <laughs> that all tracks. Doesn't it? And then the families get together and Ty's family says that Ella has changed Ty for the better. And Ella's, mo- Ella's mom says it has been so beautiful to watch them and they've had each other's backs and be there for each other. Ty's mom again says the thing about uh casa and how it broke her heart but that she knew right away that ella made a mistake and tyreek says that he knew it was ella from the first day and he was just being silly and fighting his feelings through the journey wasn't that silly of him it's so wacky (laughs) so silly to refuse to feel (laughs) that's so sick dude yeah but once montel made feelings look cool it was different yeah i forgot about certified lover boy and then they say goodbye and family day is over. Fun. Did you have fun? I Yeah. <laughs> so fun. A lot of filler this last week. I'll say that. Ah, 
Uh-huh. Honestly, these next two ep- I thought that this week was actually fun for the first part of a finale week. Family day, I can take or leave anytime. Mm-hmm. I don't mean to be rude, but I couldn't give a shit about their families. Yeah, I don't care about any of that. <laughs> but <laughs> to be honest with you, talent show and grafties. Grafties was in one something. week. Both of those things. You know what's so crazy? Because we did a lot of one-off episodes over Casa, and I was like, damn. Talent show could be its own app. Grafties could definitely be its own yeah, app. Yeah, probably next year if they do Grafties again, it might be its own app. Oh my god, what if next season we just do an episode per? We'll we have to record every night. We'll see. <laughs> that was the wrong time to be asking you that, and my husband is upstairs yelling at me for even saying that. So let's forget that. Um, that night we get a chat with Lachlan and Whitney. And Lockin says he knows how he feels about Whitney and he knows he wants to be exclusive and seeing their families has really helped cement to him how he feels. He says it's just a matter of time and he's not going to rush things, but he wants her to know how he's feeling. He says all of those things and she goes, same. <laughs> I, if that were me, I love Whitney so much. <laughs> Can lead a horse to water, right? But If, if that was me, I'd be like, okay, now you. <laughs> Nope, this same shit ain't going to fly. I'm sorry. I need something back. And then we see Zach and Molly chat. And Molly says that today has made her feel very reassured and that it's made everything feel more real. And, you know, like their family's meeting. And she says when she left before, you know, when she was dumped at the airport, she got him a little present. And so she gives it to him and it's just a bracelet. And she says it's a sign that this thing is real. And he says he knows it's real and he wants things to continue to go well for them. And he says he really likes her and he's never acted this way with anyone. He said it's the start of something new. No. It feels so right to be here with you. What's that? Yeah. (laughs) And now looking in your eyes, I feel in my heart. What are you saying? The start of something new. I didn't know that it could happen till it happened to me. You let me know when you're done. The start of something new. Scene. (laughs) What's that? (laughs) Scene. Have you ever seen a high school musical? You know what's so weird? I never have seen the first one. I did see the second one at one point. It's the first song in the movie. They sing yep, it when they're in. Song. They sing it when they're at New Year's Eve in a, a ski lodge somewhere. I was just like a touch too old when High School Musical came out, so yeah, it wasn't meant for me, you know. Mm. Anyway, that's the end of Family Day and that whole episode. And next episode is episode fifty, and it picks right up same night, right after Zach and Molly's chat, and we see. God, this is really heavy on the Scott, Abby, Mitch thing. So let's just get into it. Plug your nose and let's just jump in. Um, Scott talks to Lockin and says that he's just not at the same stage as Abby, but his family telling him that they feel a spark there obviously has kind of like shifted some things in him. Mm-hmm. It feels like before that chat, obviously, he was feeling really certain that it wasn't going to work. And I just don't understand why them saying that they thought there might be something there or them telling him to hold on. I just don't get it. I think they're like, dude, you have everyone's support. If you just chill this shit out, you can win. (laughs) 
He can't. He could. I don't believe he's. I don't believe he could. But he if, said, if things were good between the two of them, he could have. I don't think yeah. he has any chance now. Yeah, there's no way with this all of this nonsense that there's a chance. But he says after hearing from his family, he wants to slow it down but continue. And she is taking everything to heart and comparing their situation to everyone else's. I think a lot of that was just like, it, I bet it was validating to hear not only his family, but her family be like, it's okay that he's a slow burn. Right. Like, you don't need fucking all of this validation immediately. That's something you need to work on. Yeah. And maybe, listen, maybe if she heard that and internalize it. internalize it, this would have been different. Right. But, but she, she forgot can't. about it. She it's forgot not about she it forgot. She's incapable. Right. We see a quick scene of Ty and Ella just cheesing and being so happy about how much their families support them and their relationship. And then we jump right back into an Abby and the Scott chat. And Scott says that he feels like they're going at such different paces. And her family even said that maybe she needs a slow burner. And he said that he has been trying to meet her in the middle, but she just wants to get so deep so fast. This is the first time he does a decent job communicating his needs. Yeah. Instead of just being like, no, it's fine, no, it's fine, no, it's fine. Mm -hmm. It's finally him being like, you are, you require this, I require this, we need to compromise. Right. Yeah. And that's the first time he did that. Yeah. Does she hear it? Well, she says, she says she's happy to meet in the middle and that she doesn't want him to change himself for her. Does she mean that? (laughs) I don't even think you need a pin. You can surmise what will happen here if you're one of those listeners who doesn't watch the show. (laughs) Um, You can surmise from everything else. I'll bet you could. Um. And we see a chat with Jess and Sammy next. And Jess says that her mom didn't give her as much support in the relationship as some of the other um, parents did. She's like, she's a protective mom. And she just wants me to, like, have my guard up. And uh, you can tell it kind of is bothering her a little bit. And Sammy's like, actually, your mom was, like, way more open than I was expecting her to be to I me. I thought she was going to yell at me. <laughs> So he's like, that actually was great for me. <laughs> and Jess is like, oh, okay, well, that's lovely then. But she's still like, she's just got her guard up. Don't worry. She'll love you eventually. It'll just take time. Yeah, Sammy, I wouldn't be like, wow, Sammy, you're so in- insightful at reading people. Right. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah. Maybe not his forte. Right. And now we have a chat that some mean ass producer told them to have. Because Abby and Mitch chat, and Abby's like, uh, listen, my mom uh, is glad that we are not rekindling anything, and she doesn't even want me to be friends, and she's like, why would I want someone so disrespectful in my life? And, and he Mitch says, <laughs> my mom can beat up your mom. Pretty much. He's like, yeah, well, my mom thinks you're still into me. It's like, <laughs> what mean producer made them have this chat? Because they did not sit there organically. Can I say something that of might course. be hurtful to you me yeah why do you do this why do you want to hurt me because it was hurtful to me when you did this i'm bringing it up am i gonna want you to cut this out no okay good the this whole attitude of like well my mom said this Mm -hmm. and my mom said this no reminds me what are you doing reminds me of what happened this weekend what happened this weekend we all went on a lovely trip you your (laughs) husband 
me and our friend Corey, who you heard from on the episode where I messed everything up. And I was like, man, I think Corey's going to bail. And she's like, why? And I was like, I, I don't know. I just have a feeling. And I and I said this to her because I knew that what she was going to do. And I say, but don't immediately say, Brennan thought you were going to bail as soon as you see him. And you're like, what? Why would I? I was like, we all know you're going to do it. Just please don't. And you just said, fine. And then what do I hear? What, when I walk in and Corey's here, what is the first yeah, thing your husband, husband says to me? Yeah, my husband ratted me out fucking immediately. Well, good. <laughs> I didn't remember. Okay, I confess. <laughs> I'm coming clean. <laughs> Sometimes I like to drive a wedge between you and my I husband. I know you do. It's 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 transparent and obvious that it's not going to happen. But it's just a silly wedge. It's not like a real It's just wedge. like a silly wedge that I like to destabilize people's 20-year relationship. Brendan, why are you acting like I'm like a devil here? I'm not acting. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I brought it up. It's a silly wedge. All I'm saying it's is... like for like okay, so here's an example of what it's like. You remember when Okay, so one time we went to pub quiz. Yep. Um, me, my husband, you, your mom. Yep. And I found these little magnets on a chair. Yeah. And I took them home with me, but I told everyone I left them there for next time. Yeah. And I then I immediately told on myself, I was like, I took them. And my husband was like, why did you do Why did you do that? And I was like, I just wanted to see if you guys would believe me. And I left them there. So it's like that. It's like sometimes I just want to see if me saying something weird like that would actually drive a wedge between you guys. That's, but I know it wouldn't. That kind of makes it worse. No. <laughs> I know it wouldn't. <laughs> just like the magnets okay it's just like the magnets just i'll think of the magnets next thing. time you do it think of the magnets <laughs> it's just a silly wedge i know it's, it's a not a real wedge. one i know <laughs> great now i'm sad i'm sorry i'll cut it out <laughs> no you don't have to it's fine <laughs> anyways <laughs> back to not our drama <laughs> um next we see that was supposed to be a silly little wedge and now it got too deep i'm sorry no it's okay i'm all right um ella b comes over in the middle of this chat between abby and mitch and she's like i thought this was all squashed and it's like yeah like so did i (laughs) yeah it's like i really don't want to talk about it anymore but she does she does yeah abby's like she says that she's not interested in the conversation and Mitch is like, I don't care. None of this is a big deal to me. And she's like, okay, then why are we talking about it? And he just gets up and storms off. Like he didn't start that mess. Oh, which honestly is fine. Because I don't, like, again, I can't. However it ends, I'm fine with it. Ending. Yeah, because yeah. I don't think it started organically. Right. I, I can't imagine it did. And then Mitch and Ella B have a conversation. And Ella says that. Because Abby cannot have a normal, non-angry conversation with Mitch and just be cool with him, it means that she has feelings for him still. And it's like, God, maybe she just doesn't want to be cool with him. You know, maybe. Yeah, I don't think she's capable of being cool with anyone who has wronged her slightly in her entire life. Yeah, unfortunately, I'm like that too. (laughs) Which is why we're done. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i wronged you by bringing up how you wronged me <laughs> <laughs> and 
And then we see a quick chat between Ella and Whitney just talking about how glad they are that they squashed their beef and how they have such a sisterly relationship and thus their arguments can be like that where they're heated one second and then the next they're completely over it. Although like we- us. We just <laughs> exactly. had a sisterly argument. Yeah. Was that an argument? I didn't no, feel like we were arguing. Argument. Yes, uh, we were. <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny because Whitney will apps any chance she gets to be like, I don't regret what I said, though. Yeah, I, I meant still what mean I it. Oh, <laughs> she will say. <laughs> she So she snuck one of those in there yep. here, too. And then it's bedtime. There's nothing of note at bedtime. And then in the morning... Everyone is still reflecting on seeing their families and what it meant for them to have their families, like, meet their person. And, of course, we have another chat regarding Abby. Abby says that she does not know where her head is at with Scott because he speaks through words and she receives information more through actions. And it seems very clear Right? That they don't communicate the same way. That's literally what she just said. Correct. We don't have the same <laughs> style of communication. Yeah, like, forget, it's not even, at this point, it's not even about love languages, because some people bring that up, and it's not even, like, about that, because for your love language to, like, come into play here, you need to, like, like, that's love. your way of showing affection, right? right. They're yeah, not, yeah. like, even, they're not even communicating on... Like anything. Yeah. So I feel like that's not even part of it. But I think Abby sees it as being just an affection issue at this point. I don't think so. No? No. Because I think the only way that you can show interest to her is affection. Yeah. So she thinks it's an issue with not receiving affection. Right. But in her mind, it's because she's not really re- receiving affection, he is not interested at all. Right. Right. Yeah. But and here's another thing with fucking Whitney and everyone really at this chat mm-hmm. where she said I, he communicates with words and I communicate with action. And then Whitney is like, yeah, but a real man is about action. She says that you should never listen to a man's words. Yeah. <laughs> Which is like, OK, so just again, it's them confirming her worst fear. Right. Her biggest insecurity. Yeah. It's just them. And they're they're all like, Scott should just suck it up and do something he's really uncomfortable with. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of that from Whitney in particular. And everyone. Everyone who talks to Scott is like, deal with it. That's their answer. Do something you've now expressly communicated you're not comfortable doing. Or shut it down. Or shut it down. Which is like fair. I mean. Yeah. But if he says he doesn't want to and. If he doesn't want to force himself to be affectionate with somebody who he doesn't feel that with yet, it's like they're not like they don't think that there should be any middle ground for them. Right. Because, you know, they're all in very established couples at this point, Mm -hmm. but they're clearly not. They're just not at that stage, which is what which is just what he's been trying to say. Yeah. He's they've they've only been together for like four days at this point. Yeah. Still very new. So still early days, early doors. Very early doors. And days. (sighs) Just doors. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. (laughs) Abby mentions in this chat closing it off with Scott, but it's like a different type of closing off, which is so frustrating (laughs) because it's not the closing off that like Whitney and Locken are waiting for. It's like a shutting it down type of thing. And Whitney says that she heard from one of the boys that Scott wants to close it off too. again, not that one close it off the bad close it off. Right. End it. 
But she won't say who said it. And of course, Abby cares way too much about who said it rather than like the fact that it was said. But she takes it really hard. She thinks it must be her, which is like, it's just sad to watch all around because it's like they're not a match and they're forcing it and it's not doing anything good for either of them. Right. And then we see Scott sitting with some of this group and Ella asks him how he really feels about Abby. Uh, And he says that his head's been scattered for the last few days. And Whitney tells Scott, and I don't understand this. She tells him that he is very fast in some aspects of the couple. Do not know what she's talking about. So he can't do that and then, like, not kiss her or hold her hand. But, like, first of all, he has done those things. But second of all, yes, he can. But also, what are you talking about? What do you mean? What other way is even fast? I don't understand what that means. I don't know either. I don't get any of this. He's not like, let's even say it's like with his words saying like, I'm really interested in you. I like you a lot. Let's say he's being like very complimentary. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so he can say those things, but then he is required to be physical with her. Like, no, he's not. Yeah. You I'm... wouldn't say that to one of the girls. Yeah, you would say, actually, if someone was saying that to one of the girls, it'd be disgusting. Actually, it's a problem over on USA, I'll be honest. We'll see how you feel when you finish this episode that you're on. Oh. Because no. <clears throat> it's a real problem. The very opposite. Oh, well, with Victor and Carmen? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. <laughs> so it's just, I don't know, It's it's frustrating to hear the way that other people are interjecting in this, which is already a frustrating situation mm-hmm. without their interjections. Um, so Scott says, Abby sees the other couples and she wants to go at that speed, but he's not there. And Ella asks again, if he genuinely likes her and he's like, there's a reason I got to know her in the first place. He says he does want to get to know her still, but he's again, just not at that level. And I just don't know why everyone is yelling at him to do something he's not ready for. And I don't know why they'll ask him, Scott, how do you feel about Abby? And he'll be like, I like her. And then they'll be like, yeah, but how do you really feel? Like, why are they expecting the answer to change? Even if, listen, I don't think that he actually thinks that there's a spark personally, but he's probably not going to change his answer just because you asked him twice. He's not going to be like, oh, you caught me on a technicality. I'm a I'm an ancient troll. If you ask me twice, I must tell the truth. <laughs> so it's like, why? I don't know. It's like you're wasting your time and you're wasting also my time watching this scene again. Mm-hmm. So Abby comes to grab Scott to chat and Abby tells him that Whitney has told her that he planned on deading it with her. And Scott kind of explains like, you know, that's how I felt. In the morning, that's how I felt that morning. Like, I didn't feel like there was an option for us that wasn't, um, you know, us either going at your pace or nothing at all. So I felt like the only thing fair to do would to be that, like, to do that. Basically saying, you're not willing to compromise with me. Right. He's like, but our family's talking, like, your family saying you could use a slow burn. Like, that makes me feel like there is a third option Which is just kind of chilling the fuck out. Mm -hmm. She says that she feels rejected. And he says if he felt nothing, he would just end it. But it's not how he feels. And Abby says she can't make a connection with somebody who doesn't want to kiss or cuddle her. And it just won't work. To which I then screamed at the television. 
then you end it. Okay? Right. He's not going to. And he told you he's not going to. And he to. told you he's not going to. And whatever the fuck his reason is, it is not going to be him ending it. So you have said that. So you just fucking end it. <clears throat> and I, she says, I think we have dotted it off without saying it. And he's like, no, we haven't because I am not consenting to deading it off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like it's that's some Steven Crowder divorce. <laughs> it kind of is. Unfortunately in the state of Texas. <laughs> he does not consent it's a to single this party consent law. <laughs> Which is like the reason she hasn't broken it off is because she wants to be she wants to get the sympathy of like Scott just is playing with me. Even you though he's think? not, I think, I think so. she just. Wa- I think she just wants Scott to give her what she wants, which is the affection. Which is fucked up. I ag- oh, I agree. I just don't think it's about the sympathy of Scott. Doesn't I? Maybe it was that from the beginning, but I don't think it is anymore. I just think it's like in her head, she's being reasonable. Of course. Well, everybody thinks that they're being reasonable. I don't think in the Mitch moment. thinks he's being reasonable. I anymore. bet he does in the I moment. I think Mitch is is leaning in and <laughs> off the rails. He knows he, what he's doing. He's going full villain brain. Yeah, full messy Mitch, as he likes to call it. And just mm-hmm. out of out of principle, I'm not going to call him that anymore. Because no. he's trying to make it happen. Yeah. Fetch isn't going to happen, Gretchen. <laughs> but I just want to scream at Scott. You are not going to win this way. It will not happen. If anything, you have a better chance if you did it off with her. Yeah, and if you just committed to being in like this friendship couple and you guys were just like there for each other on a friendship level. Mm-hmm, just riding out the clock. And you just like, you know, I don't know. He might have a chance there. I don't. I still don't think he would win. I don't even think his fangirls are that strong. And but... honestly, at this point, if he does dead it off with her, she'd be like, he was always lying to me. And yeah. he's a snake. And <sighs> he was just playing with my emotions. And Yeah. Yeah, I think so there's, at this there's point. No... Well, because if he said it this many times and then all of a sudden he lets it go. I, but again, I it's think not that... all of a sudden because it was like. Here are my boundaries. No, and I know. Here, here are my needs. And she's like, okay, I don't respect any of those. I agree with that. I'm just saying. He he keeps saying that there's this spark there that there's so clearly not. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Clear from our side of the table, at least. And then we <sighs> see a quick chat between Ella and Ty. And we, this is one of those like chats that you see happening and you're like, oh, they're about to get a text. But I thought it was about, funny. What if dinosaurs were fucking... Gay. (laughs) (laughs) And then they get a text. But Ella tells Tyreek to tell her 20 things he loves about her. And he asks if she has a heat stroke and tells her that she needs to wear her hat. Which made me laugh. He's like, you get two. (laughs) Um, And one of them was that she smells like a certain snack that I had never heard of. It was some like British. Uh, No, it's whatchamacallit. It's whatsits. Whatsits. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then Ella gets a text that tonight is a talent show. I love the talent show. And I'll be honest. Um, some of the, like, this talent show had a few real Actual talents. talents. I felt. A, a few. A very, a very a More amount. than some in the past have had. Last season, to be exact, I think. Mm-hmm. But Molly's up first. 
and she's hula hooping, which I thought was going to be really cool at first because I've seen people who could do some really cool hula hoop tricks. Then you realize, oh, it's just all That's arms. Not what she- <laughs> yes. Yeah, she. Although did, she did a split, she did one hula hoop normally, uh huh, and then for the ninety percent of it, it was just her arms. I was like, "What the fuck?" She was just doing. I that seems like, and I was like, "This is like some kind of." I was like, "This looks easy, but it's got to be like no, <laughs> but it's just it's arms. Not, it's just arms. We could <laughs> we could do it right now if we had a couple hula hoops." I did think about that. I was like, "Should we do that and make a video of it?" Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then Lockin goes next, and he's doing some disking. And I have to ask you, how is his form? Listen, his form is great, but here's, <laughs> here's a little is bit of an a avid disc golfer. Yeah, and he was not te- he was not playing disc golf. He was playing he he was throwing he was an disking. ultimate disc. Here's my issue. Are you joking? You have an issue with this? He was using the word frisbee. Oh my God! Listen, and every, he was on a national yeah, yeah, let team. Me finish. Any ultimate player worth his salt would know that frisbee is a registered trademark of the Whammo Corporation, and we would all be caught dead before throwing a Whammo. Everyone knows the official disc is a Discraft Ultra Star One Seventy Five, which he was throwing, by the way. So, where is this frisbee coming from? Anyways, I mean, he was on the national team. So, it's not that hard. Okay, you make the national team. There is no making it. You just do it. Then do it. I did in college. I was player coach. Wait, what? I was How player coach of the ultimate team in college. You make the national team? No, not national team. But, but that's what I said. College. I beat some Ivy League schools, okay? Okay, we'll make the Cornell? national team. Bye-bye. Hear me? Make the national team. Um. No. Why? Because I, my interests have moved on. That but was a different you? time in my life. Back then, sure. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Um, so he's hitting some <clears throat> targets with um, frisbees. Nope, discs. <laughs> but I will say, the people, the audience is so hyped up for him. It's crazy. Every time he hits a target. They are out of their seats screaming for him. Yes, they did. They were very good hype men. They were great. And it seems like he did a pretty good job. Jess was very confused by the way he threw because, you know, normal people who don't know about disc golfing and disking or what ultimate frisbee. Didn't you say he played ultimate frisbee? I said he played ultimate. Oh, my God. Right. You're never going to catch me say, say that <laughs> word. Don't act like I said that. He's like, I'll be caught dead saying frisbee. Oh, my God. Anyways, but people who, like, don't know about, like, you know, ultimate or whatever, disc golfing, like, how I would throw a disc Mm -hmm. would be not like that. So she was very confused. Right. He was using the forehand flick technique Mm, as opposed to the backhand. (laughs) You're so annoying. (laughs) You asked. I know. I know. (laughs) Um, and then we see Tyreek and Whitney, and they perform together. And here's the thing. At first, it was really awkward. Um, and then it stayed there. No, I thought it got better. It did a little bit. But her microphone didn't do anything, neither, right? Neither microphones were okay, plugged in. They're, they're fake microphones. <laughs> I was like, she has, the, she has the regular mic around her neck. Um, but I thought it got a little bit better.
better. It's giving bad bitch. I liked it. It's giving bad bitch, bad bitch. Bad I thought it was bitch. good. Why can Tyreek never stop smiling like that, though? He just he's he's got a a song in his heart and a <laughs> smile on his face. Um, Sammy goes next, and he starts out by standing on his head. And then he juggles, but only like two times. And then he walks on his hands, and I think his true talent is doing an impersonation of a man on bath salts. Yeah. I said that he looks like a kid who like demands everyone's attention um before he has something to do. You know what I mean? <laughs> where where he's like at a, a like his parents are hosting a dinner party. He's like everyone, everyone, look at me and then they all look at him and he's like, "Oh shit, I got to figure out something to do." <laughs> he's like, "Uh, look at this." Right. <laughs> And that's what happened. Yeah, I can't believe. So I posted a story on Instagram trying to figure out who was going to join the Love Island band this year. Mm-hmm. And I felt really certain it was going to be either Mitch or Sammy. I voted for Sammy. Yeah, I thought it was going to be Mitch, but I can't believe. Why didn't they just give him a fucking xylophone or something? He didn't want it. A drum. We haven't had anybody on percussions, but we have had somebody on the keys. But I was so disappointed. And people were like, oh, Scott joins the band. We'll get there. But no, somebody always sings, okay? That doesn't get you into the Love Island band. You need to play a fucking brand new instrument that you've never held before. <laughs> and trumpet. just do your best. Trumpet gets you into the Love Island band. <laughs> yeah, a trumpet, a keyboard, um, a recorder. Mm-hmm. But just singing? No, that's not enough. It's not enough, Brendan. I agree. Okay. Good. Zach is next, and he's going to show off his basketball skills. And the first thing he does is he spins the ball on his finger, although I will say it was in slow motion, so I don't actually know how long that lasted. It doesn't seem like it lasted that long. He did the dribbling thing between your legs. Mm -hmm. Then he did some dunks, and then he said he needed some help for the last one. And Tyreek. I was like, please, please pick me. <laughs> I was so funny. And he's like, mm, no, Lockin. And I swear to God, he looked like he was going to have a nervous breakdown. <laughs> he looked really he upset. Like, no! <laughs> and he chooses, I mean, I don't know why. Maybe he needed somebody of a certain height. Because Lockin just threw the ball up and then Zach jumped up and like dunked it in. The I think he was so impressed by his discing. That he's like, now that's an athlete. Yeah, and I think that this might be the most hype I've ever seen the Islanders for each other at the talent show because the people went wild. I know. He's dunking on like an eight-foot hoop, too. Oh, my God. Brendan. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Could you dunk? No, but I'm not a semi-professional basketball player. Was he? Yes. <laughs> was he really? Yes. That's why he was doing this whole Who thing. Who can remember? He was like. He, he was... said it. And he's like, this is what I used to do. But I, then, <laughs> I didn't know who how. Would've, who would have thought Love Island retired me? <laughs> I didn't know how long ago. I thought it was like maybe like a college thing. I don't remember. We met Zachariah too fucking long ago. I know. And then Ella B goes next. And you know, she's just been waiting. Okay. She has been waiting. Stretching. And I'll be goddamned if she didn't do the damn thing. You know what I mean? The goddamn thing she did. Yeah. And I, in the past, watched a lot of Dance Moms, so I feel like I'm inclined to say she was a good dancer. Okay. 
This is not, what was it, freestyle disco? Is what she called it? She was just flipping around. You know? It was not like, <laughs> it, it was more gymnastics than dancing. Yeah, at least from what they showed. Maybe she did a little number too. I don't know. We only saw the flipping and the splitting and the the move that she does that I, I've seen people do before the is the craziest. Tail? No, it's like where they, like they land on their ass, but their legs are like behind them. Oh, like yeah. Behind they their go, fucking heads. Yeah. I see a lot of gay guys on TikTok do it. <laughs> what? I've never seen that. Yeah, I guess, oh, I guess we're on I different see- sides of TikTok. <laughs> Maybe in a lip sync for your life once or twice, but it's the craziest thing. Yeah, uh, my body crazy. would break into so many fucking pieces if I tried to do that. <laughs> and then Abby's next, and she's a clown, and also she's making balloon animals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was all just really <laughs> awkward and hard to watch. Yeah. <laughs> it sure was, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. The first thing she makes is a crown that she gives to Whitney. The crown leaves something to be desired. Yeah, like the shape of a crown. <laughs> <But> I desired <laughs> the shape of a crown. <laughs> but she makes a dog for Sammy next, and I liked the dog. Yeah, it was it was a dog. He had one hell tail. of a tail, but <laughs> I liked it. And she makes a heart, kind of. You have to hold it. Yeah, in a it's a heart way. if you bend it into the shape of a heart. <laughs> if not, it's just a circle. It's just a circle. <laughs> she gives that to Sammy and Jess, <laughs> and then Ella and Jess come out and they're doing a dance routine to Rude Boy. And considering some of the other dances, it, it was, really wasn't that bad. It was fine because both of them really gave it their all, and mm-hmm. I think some, like if I think back to like Paige and Gemma when they did their dance routine probably wearing the exact same outfit by the way um i think Gemma didn't like buy into the fiction of it enough right everything was beneath Gemma. <laughs> you know what i mean unfortunately i do <laughs> so i feel like both ella and jess were like in it just enough to like really make it not a bad performance i liked it and then mitch does a roast <laughs> listen i've seen a lot of people bomb on stage and it never gets easier i wanted to ask you have you ever done a roast competition as a comedian yeah How i did, did. It go pretty well i yeah. almost won called my friend shark garfunkel because <laughs> that's kind of what he looks like <laughs> i don't know what that would look like uh people got mad at me how do you get mad at somebody in a roast battle i might have crossed the line oh all right we don't have to relitigate if you don't want to. <laughs> no, I just don't know if I want to say it on the mic. That's okay. You only threw me under the bus on the mic. Listen, I've done some <laughs> horrible things on stage, and yeah. I know that feeling. One time, no, no, I don't, no. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about it. We'll move on. We'll move on to Mitch's roast. Uh, he did have one funny joke. <clears throat> we'll get there. Okay. His first one, because, I mean, I guess his his goal here is to roast everyone. And I will say the timing of not only the crickets, but when the music stops and then starts again. And then slowly starts (laughs) back up again. Was so good. Yeah. That was amazing. I laughed out loud watching it by myself. So he says Molly is so mature. Like a 41-year-old in a 21-year-old's body and that she makes Zach's hair gray. Good one. Mm-hmm. She didn't care. <laughs> She's like, yeah, totally. 
Um, he says that Whitney and Locken have not been through any hard times yet, but once they get on the outside and the DMs start flying, his frisbee skills are not going to get him anywhere. Crickets. And again, I don't. I hate to relitigate this, but frisbee is a registered trademark <laughs> of the Waymo Corporation. If, listen, if you hate to relitigate it, then just don't. <laughs> They're not it, paying you. I'm just saying it was a discraft fault to start 175. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> For Ella and Ty, he says, Ella, you even brought a guy back from Casa to be best mates with Ty. Ty, you always have so much to say that when you talk that fast, even I lose breath listening to you. Music slows down crickets. Yeah. Music starts back up. (laughs) Sammy, you are so indecisive. You had to go through 10 different bombshells to figure out Jess is the one. And yet we still had to ask her to be your girlfriend. The only that good, one was the good. The only good joke. That Very one good. was cute. It was clever, I liked too. it. So here we have the music still going. Mm-hmm. And then he says, Scott, you have not had a fair shake in here because you get called a game player. You got called a game player right away. And that's not fair because to be a game player, you have to have game. Good one. <laughs> No crickets, though, on this one. It's like, okay, he was at least, there's a burn in there There's at least a tangible joke in there. Right. And then he says, Abby, I have nothing to say to you. (laughs) (laughs) That would have been the funniest thing if we just ended in there. If he just stopped there. Mainly because anything I say to you, you will ignore. And anything you retaliate with, you will deny the next day. Crickets. Music stops. Music starts again. Ella B. The B stands for beautiful. That's the end of the roast. <laughs> Boom, roasted. Got her. My God, it was pain. And then he did. And then he at the end he was like, "Thank you." <laughs> and he did that wry side smile that he does sometimes. Like he really ate that. He like. I think this is the village and the village and the villain origin story. <laughs> the I village think- idiot. I think is what you meant to say. <laughs> maybe so Freudian slip there and then uh Scott is our closer and he is certainly singing I don't know the song is he certainly yeah Mm. Mm -hmm. he sounds like um uh you know how like how they make the chipmunks and they like Mm -hmm. they turn it up like seven semitones can I cut in here yeah about the chipmunks no (laughs) (laughs) I know what you're gonna say and no you can't no go ahead go ahead <laughs> no go ahead don't no, say it no i'm not going no to. i want you to say it. i want to leave the it. people wondering now no bring it up i won't okay <laughs> don't cut it <laughs> you know how they like tune up so say like you sing and then they tune it up five semitones and that's how you get the chipmunk yeah he was singing like they tuned it up two semitones <laughs> just a little bit just a little bit whiny did you know that song? No, I think it's like a British thing. <laughs> it's a British thing. <laughs> hey, if you're statistically the one of the 9.5% of our listeners, tell us what song that was. More than that, isn't it? No, it's exactly isn't 9.5%. It? <laughs> I looked today. Um, everyone starts singing along and waving their hands. Tyreek gives the most half-hearted wave. I don't know if you saw it. It looked like he... He's like, oh, the camera's going to see me doing this. It's embarrassing. And then he just stopped. <laughs> He's like, love you, Scott. And we're like, no, you don't. We all know you don't. <laughs> and why is Scott holding the microphone upside down? It doesn't matter. It's not on. I know. But why is he microphone. doing it? I don't know. Because he wanted to feel like. 
one of the buffer brothers (laughs) and they drop it down from the ceiling (laughs) and that's the end of episode 50 and episode 51 opens right at the end of the talent show and we see a quick scene of molly and abby chatting about the confusion with abby and scott again and then we see abby and scott chat and she says she agreed with the roast that Mitch said about not knowing what's going on with her and Scott. Because I don't know she... how he told you what's going on. Yeah. Um, but she says she also does not know what's going on. But to be fair, Scott's also like, yeah, actually, I don't know either. And they both say it's a roast, so you don't take it seriously. But Abby says it's frustrating to watch him be the good guy. And act... I don't know on what fucking planet Mitch looks like the good guy, but... And act like he did nothing wrong, but now he is with somebody who came in just for him. And she's sour. She's jealous. And I don't think she's jealous because she wants Mitch. I think she's jealous because Mitch has somebody who wants him. Right. And she does not have that. Mm -hmm. That's kind of what I got from that. And then Scott and Whitney chat. And Whitney asks for the millionth time if he likes abby and he says he does fancy her when he says well i fancy tupac and then she asks Tupac's a second time. dead we know we know i licked her tit or whatever brendan i'll cut it <laughs> when he asks again second time in like the last three seconds if he actually fancies her and he says he does and like can everyone please just Fuck off. Like, leave him alone. Leave both, leave this relationship alone. They should leave the villa alone by leaving the villa. <laughs> which, which people? Scott and Abby. Yeah, I agree. Also, Ab- Mitch and Ella. Everyone should you. leave. Not everyone, I am. Why not? Because I feel like we need some time with the couples who are in Yeah, that's the problem. Like, last season and the season before. Like, the last two and a half weeks are just, like, drag on because it's mm-hmm. only good couples. Yeah. This is fun because it brought us so far without getting, like, annoyed that it's still going on. Yeah. However, now I'm, like, annoyed by it. I'm annoyed- this should have <laughs> ended at the at the end of last week, and then this week should have just been couples, and that would have been fine. I don't me. even need a full week of couples but knowing we're, like, about to go into baby challenge and mm-hmm. final dates, and the actual couples who uh, will likely move to the finales aren't getting the airtime, and we aren't seeing that. Like, even we aren't even seeing like some of that being built. Right. It's like going from one extreme to the other. We need a little bit of a balance. I agree. I. I. Yes. <laughs> Um, Scott seems frustrated about people telling him how he feels. And then Whitney says, listen, no one can tell you how you feel, but, but. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't think you like her. Why are you sitting here saying this, Whitney? Why are you having this conversation? Um, and <laughs> we see Zach tell, uh, Abby that he did like her balloons though. I did like your balloons though. <laughs> And then Winnie and Lockin chat on the terrace and he tells her that he says he is going to talk now and you should just be pretty and listen, which is all she was going to do anyway. <laughs> you don't have to worry. Um, and he says he knows how he feels and he wanted his parents to see how happy he is with her and they do and that she is the only person for him and that he sees her being his girlfriend on the outside. But for now, he wants to be exclusive. 
You were. <laughs> you already were. Do you know how I know? Why, Brendan? Because there's no one else. No one else will come. You literally don't have a choice unless you're going to graft Abby. Right. Would you like to graft Abby lock in? No. Would that make you happy? Oh, you don't want to? Then you're exclusive. Then you're exclusive. You're already exclusive. Because literally, since you've m- met Whitney, besides the one chat you had with Leah and Casa, you've pretty much been exclusive because you haven't chatted to anybody, which is fine. I love him and Whitney together. Yeah. I think they are great. But if you wanted to make a statement, you should have said boyfriend, girlfriend. Right. Because at least that has some implications outside of the fucking villa. Which is where you're about to be in two seconds. Yeah. One Mississippi, two Mississippi. <laughs> now what, Lockin? <laughs> now what, Lockin? What, are you going to throw a disc? <laughs> you no. were about to say Frisbee. I was not. <laughs> <laughs> but they kiss and she's very happy. And like, that's really all that matters. But also on my side, I'm like, what the fuck's the point? <laughs> What was the point of that? I it made me mad. It just yeah. It this seemed... whole episode made me mad. I was just mad before the episode. <laughs> he was already in a help. bad mood. Hence the I argument he tried to have okay. with me. I thought we weren't arguing. Well, you tried. No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, at bedtime, Whitney and Lockin tell their groups, their friends, that they are exclusive. Everyone's happy. And we see Scott give Abby a little spoon. Like, they're getting ready for bed, and she's like, spoon? And he nods, and they have a spoon. And it all looked very consensual. So I think that's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I thought about it after I said the first yeah, and I was like, actually, it would be better if if it wasn't happening at all. (laughs) Sure. But, you know, we live in the world we live in. We so. do, indeed. In the morning, we watch Mitch give Ella B a massage, and it's uncomfy for me to watch. Hey, I wrote it made me recoil. What? Recoil. Oh. Like the opposite of a snake. Mm, what? Because they coil. Recoil is the opposite of a snake? Like a, the snake again. Because <laughs> I, re- <laughs> I recoiled. <laughs> like the snake again. <laughs> I'm tired. I know. Listen, it's not like midnight this time, so it's not an excuse for me. Scott tells Abby he's sick of people putting their two pence in at this point. And Abby says that on the outside, the amount of affection he has given, she would walk away. Listen, then walk away. Okay? Then just walk away. And uh, Scott says that he feels like things are happening more naturally now. Again, indicating that he is by no means going to dead this off. So, Abby, just walk away if that's how you feel, girl. It's fine. It also indicates that he by no means was present in any of the conversations (laughs) they've had for the past three days. Because it's always been her like, yeah, we can do things meet in the middle, but actually, no, we're not going to. (laughs) But also, we can. And I'm telling you right now that if you don't kiss me, I will think you hate me. (laughs) Yeah, honestly. Um, We watch... We watch more people talk about Abby and Scott's connection or lack thereof. And I can't do it anymore. I don't care. I don't care what they say. <laughs> I don't care. And then Ella B gets a text and we hear it's time for the Grafties. The first annual. And I love a whole new thing that maybe we'll do every season now. Yeah. And I hope that we do. It's basically movie night the sequel. I know. The fact that there was like kind of so much tea and so many like behind other people's backs things that were said that they mm-hmm. needed a whole nother movie night essentially they rolled the tapes babes they rolled the tapes babe oh my god 
So everyone comes down dressed and ready for the awards, and they all have their own little tables. It's set up very similarly to movie night. And the first category is flirtiest performance. Mm. And our nominees are Abby when she was grafting Scott while she was still with Mitch. Right. Ella B grafting for Tyreek, which really gets to Tyreek. It sours him off the bat and he's sour through this whole fucking thing. Mm -hmm. And he lashes out. Yes, he does. Um, And then Scott grafting Abby in the gym. And the winner of that is Ella B. And she says that she wasn't successful at flirting, but she's happy with her award. And when everyone sees the um, shame, it was the last kiss comment. We hear Ella in particular say that she gets why it felt like a mixed message. Put a A pin. pin in it. If you would. It won't be there for long. I would. <laughs> would you? Yeah. <laughs> and the next category is plot twist. And uh, we see the nominees are Jess turning her head a bit on that date with Josh. Mitch changing his mind every five seconds about Abby and Ella. Mm-hmm. And Zachariah, whose clip was very confusing for me. Yeah. I he don't just said know. something was off. That's it. After the their argument over the snog Mary Pie thing, I think mm-hmm. he just told somebody that he had a gut feeling that something was off. That's it. Uh, it really was not. It didn't seem like that big of a deal to me. But who am I? Yeah, it seems like something Molly would like read into though. So yeah, but. She would never in front of everybody. Right. She seems she's like the kind of person who will be like without like looking to anybody else. Just be like, why the fuck did you do that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what 100%. I mean? Under her breath, only to him. And then turn around and smile again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but the winner of the plot twist category is Mitch. And he says being messy Mitch is not just a job. And he is him. He cool. is him. He is. He is indeed. The next category is Snaky Snitch, I think is what it was. The snakiest sitch. Sitch. Mm, gotcha. And uh, our nominees are Abby saying she does not think uh, Mitch's feelings for Ella B are genuine. And Jess being shady about Zach, I guess. I don't know. It really wasn't that big of a deal. It was like two random clips where she was like, oh, Zach's the problem. When she was talking to the girls, but it like really was not a serious thing. Right. And Lockin telling Whitney about Mitch saying he got the ick from Abby. He stands by his opinion. Uh, He stands by saying it to Whitney, which I also think is fine. Like I tell my husband everything like you don't tell me a secret and think I'm not fucking telling him. There's no chance. Right. And it's the same for him. He Mm -hmm. would never. He doesn't know how. Um, so I don't think because like Tyreek kicks up later about it and everything. And it's just like, how can you get mad about that? You good? Put a pin in Tyreek getting mad about that. He was <laughs> like, that's that's why would you tell Whitney his Mitch's Business. drama? Who cares? Who the fuck is Mitch? Who the fuck is Mitch? 
<laughs> and it's fucking his partner. Like, it's... I feel like he would say something like that to Ella, too. He totally would. He yeah. totally, 100% would. Yeah. But the winner is Abby. Her speech doesn't matter. I can't keep doing this. Um, And then we see Tyreek saying that Lockin is talking too much to Whitney. And <laughs> Lockin is like, what did you say? Say it with your chest. And I thought that that was great. Mm-hmm. And he says the tie is piping up for no reason. And Ty- Tyreek simply has no reason to be angry at this, like, at all. Especially because, like, fucking Ella didn't even say shit. No. About his drama. But he's so mad that they showed his drama. Yeah. Well, guess what? You did it. So you have to fucking own it. I'm yeah. sorry. And listen. You're on a fucking TV show about <laughs> fucking, fucking people over. Fucking. <laughs> like... What do you expect, dude? Have you yeah. ever had a conversation with any of these producers? <laughs> what do you think was going to happen? Yeah. Why are you mad? He thinks that because now he said, I love you. And they're like, you know, yeah. the the couple from the beginning that he is immune and he shouldn't have to be dealing with this drama anymore. But mm-hmm. like, hey, babe, that's the show. What can you do? And at one point, like, Whitney starts saying something, too, about Tyreek, like, calming down. And he, like, starts telling her to shut up. And I loved the fact that Lockin was like, don't fucking talk. Talk to me. Don't say anything like that to her. I also love that he got drowned out by Whitney saying, don't fucking talk to me like that. (laughs) Yeah. I love the fact. Because, like, Whitney is a strong woman who absolutely can and will speak Mm -hmm. up for herself. But that doesn't mean you shouldn't. Like, yeah, and I call like, him out on that. Yeah, and I appreciate the fact that even though Lockin knows that, he was still like, "Don't yeah. talk to my girl like that." Yeah, hundred percent. I like that attitude. The next category is uh, "What the fuck" moment, and our nominees are uh, Sammy. Just kind of like this was so stupid. How was this a "what the fuck" moment? It was just after the recoupling when Josh chose Jess. And he's just kind of like, like, he's like, I guess he's mugging off Josh. He's just like, don't talk to me. I need time. And he walks away to vent to the boys. How is this a what the fuck moment? Yeah, it was stupid. Where was the what? Everyone was like, or Abby was like, oh, the what was because you actually cared. (laughs) (laughs) Which is so fucking weird to say. Yeah. (laughs) And then we get also Jess saying that she would get to know Josh and that it was to make Sammy jealous, which I mean, everyone knew it was anyways. And Molly talking to Whitney and Katie after the Snog Mary Pie challenge and the Zach and Katie kiss thing when they're all talking there. And none of these are what the fuck moments. None. Especially the last one. What was that about? It was just Molly talking to them after the thing where she like asked Katie, like, is Zach giving you eyes? What's going mm-hmm. on? Is there something I'm missing? Like the what the fuck moment was Zach doing the kiss, which is later. Mm-hmm. But uh, there... There was nothing what the fuck in this at all. Uh, But yet Molly wins. So whatever. Cool. (laughs) Next is head to head. uh, Best head to head. And our nominees are Whitney pieing Zach and then questioning him on Molly being the easy way out. The Ella versus Edel battle. The battle of the Ellas, if you Mm -hmm. will. Uh, there's no battle, babes. <laughs> and then Mitch and Ella B versus Abby about the roll the tapes. And I was like, ooh, they're going to roll the tapes now because this is mm-hmm. they're showing the scene where she says roll the tapes. But they didn't do it then. And we we're like, oh, it dang. was just kind of Mitch and Ella B piling on to Abby. And mm-hmm. 
It was ridiculous. And the winner is Ella. And she says that she deserved the reward because there was a talk of mixed messages, even though there were none. The pin, you take it out. Because remember when we put the pin in, we said like Ella had said. I understand why there's mixed (laughs) messages, which someone brings up. Ella B does. She's like, but you just saw the whole thing earlier and you said that. And Ella has nothing to say. Ella said, no, I said, I understand why you might think that. (laughs) And I was like, right. That's that's what that's what we're saying. (laughs) But she's just she can see Tyreek getting pissy. Right. And and so she, she feels like she has to be pissy with him. Yeah. Pissy with him. My name's Mr. With him. Pissy with him. First name's Pissy. Pissy with him. Pissy with him. <laughs> One time, uh, there's so there's a construction company around here, apparently. <laughs> apparently. And I, and I saw a shirt and I thought it was a joke. Because the construction company's name is BJ Queens. <laughs> And I was that's like, that's an adult man wearing a shirt that says BJ Queens. <laughs> Either he's a committed uh, a committed uh, customer. Uh, yeah. Or he's a supportive spouse. <laughs> or maybe he's a hard worker. I don't know. Maybe. And then uh, our last category is Mad Moves. And our nominees are... Zach kissing Katie in the challenge. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, Ella B trying to take Mitch from the conversation with Abby. She was trying to steal. That him. was Ty's. No. That was Ty's mad move. Was it? It was. What? That makes no sense. Because it was about Ty telling her to go take Oh, my him. God. That's so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> and then Mitch. And the tapes were rolled. <gasps> babes they rolled the tapes my babes. shivers were timbered oh no <laughs> and listen it literally didn't even matter like ella b was her mouth was agape the whole time she was shocked by like the things mitch said in regards to wanting to be with abby more at that point point. Mm-hmm. and abby was sitting there ready to be like taken in open arms by everybody after this happened but everyone afterwards is just kind of like yeah, that was crazy, right? Crazy that Mitch did that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Including the... Ella B. was like, yeah, he told me. Yeah. But it's like, you know, everyone was acting like Abby was so crazy. I thought that, like, and listen, Abby has acted insane at different points. But I thought them seeing the way Mitch said these things to her, they would have a little bit more empathy for her. Because he laid it on really thick with her in that conversation. And, I mean, it doesn't matter. It didn't go anywhere. But, like, nobody. I feel like you think everyone hates her. And I don't see it that way. I don't. I feel like everyone's on her side. Everyone's on her side. You think everyone is on her side? I do. Whether or not they believe in their heart that she still likes Mitch, publicly they express support for her. Including with Scott. Everyone's like, Scott needs to conform to you. Everyone's like, you just need to move on from Mitch. Like, Yeah, but also no one believes that Scott could possibly like her. Right, but that, but that's not that's, – they're not saying, like, look at her. Uh, who could possibly like her? No, they're saying Scott's a liar. They're not saying Abby's unlikable. 
I don't know. I guess I don't see it that way. They're defending her by talking shit about Scott. Well, either way, Mitch is terrible to her. Yeah, t- Mitch is awful. Yeah. <clears throat> but, of course, Mitch is the winner of this one, of the Mad Moves Award. And his speech is annoying. He says a dumbass speech. And he, like, goes very, like, like Joker brain almost. And he's like, I'll be the villain you want. Yeah. And Scott tells him to sit down and says he's, he's listening acting to like- Blue October earlier. <laughs> Hate me today. <laughs> and Scott tells him to sit down and he's acting like a knobhead. And Mitch tells him to shut up. And Mitch is just like acting like a complete fucking piece of shit. Mm-hmm. And there's he insults more- everyone else. Yeah, and then there's just more of the piling on about Scott forcing things with Abby. And, like, at one point, Scott's even like, oh, yeah, she knows that. And she's like, what? You haven't said it to me like that. He kind of has. <laughs> yeah. So he kind of has. That is the end of our episode. And it ends, of course, with Mitch being like, I think he's messing with the king. Does he think he's the fucking king? That's so crazy of him. Yeah, he's a psychopath. Yeah. That's uh, the end of our finale week, part one. Huh. Wow. wow. We should talk really quick about the fact that our finale week, the rest of it, and our finale may look a little bit different than what you expect in terms of when our episodes come out. So we'll have another UK episode come out on Friday. Right. With what? We are assuming three three days of episodes in a row. Oh, my God. I know if you're a USA listener. Yes, that is true, Um, because tomorrow our USA episode will be out. Um, Wait, tomorrow? No. Yeah. Tomorrow for you. Yeah, Tomorrow for you. (laughs) Yeah. For you in there listening. Uh, And then our final episode should be the final dates plus the finale. So that should come out on Monday as long as. The schedule is the same as what we experienced last season and what everyone is saying it will be. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Uh, I got uh, I got to go to a bachelor party this weekend. Fun. And the Pochinos. The Pochinos. I've been to the Pochinos. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Was it fun? Mm-hmm. You you went there with like a little mini moon, right? With you and Josh? It was... I don't even know if or we were was it before the wedding? Yet. We were probably engaged, but... Yeah, it was definitely before the wedding. It was when you guys were living out here. Nope. You sure? Positive. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, cool. That's cool. it. Who's your favorite? Mm. No, you went first last time. I, I go. Well, I did go first. Lockin's in... my favorite. That's fine. I did go first in USA. I can't even remember the last time we did uh, the, the UK ones, but that's fine. You go first. Okay, so Lockin and... Um... Jess? Damn, I can choose Jess. That's okay. You can choose her. I'm, I'm no, kind no. of indifferent. No, you should take your choices. Okay, Jess. I will choose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who is there? No, oh. no one. <laughs> I'll choose Molly. Okay, who's sure. Who's been just fine. Yes. And I'll choose Sammy, who's also been just fine. Okay. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you believe him. Oh my God. At this point, I don't care. <laughs> good point. He's in the finale, whether we like it or not. Yeah, good point. 
All right. Well, that's it. We will see you tomorrow for U.S. And I'm guys, I'm telling you, it's actually a pretty good season so far. You should listen. Yeah, give it a listen. Just give it a go. Give it a little listen. Or give one of our episodes a listen and see. If but it not seems the like- first one. <laughs> Because <laughs> we were angry. We were tired. We weren't angry. I, I was angry. I was fine. Okay. Well, that's uh, finale week part one. And we'll see you guys for UK on Friday. Yay. Okay. Bye. Bye.